I think if Alfred Hitchcock had made a movie for the internet generation, it would have been kind of like this. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Amigas podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the movie Cam and why we think you should give a shit about it. The movie Cam is a 2016, no, 2018 film that is about a girl that is an online sex worker who has her identity stolen and then gets stalked by her doppelganger. Danny, what did you think when, you know, this movie started out what, what was the first thing you noticed about it? what did you see when this comes up we're in this girl's bedroom right yeah we're in this girl's bedroom and she's talking to somebody we don't hear a response so it's a one-way conversation it looks like so it's kind of like it's a webcam right so it's like we're we feel like we're on the viewing end of the webcam and oh it's yeah kind of like she's talking to us but you you know you know it's a movie so she's talking to somebody you're just not sure who you and you did you think it was just an individual person like just one oh guy yeah she was i thought it was with? yeah i thought it was a one individual person but no it turns out like you said she's an online sex worker an online sex worker with one of those companies you know one of those pages that basically has strippers over webcam and you can you know, sign up for an account and pay them some money, and then they give you little tokens like Chuck E. Cheese, and then you throw Chuck E. Cheese tokens at your favorite online webcam stripper to get her to do whatever she's willing to that, you know, you're able to pay for, right? Sort of. I think they the way that she was going about it in that first scene is she had three items, toys. We're going to go with toys. Adult toys. Yeah. Uh, but she had three adult toys, and... They would bid on which one she would use on herself. Did it Did it kick right into that? Is that where it started? No. She's talking to her audience or the people in chat. and Her fan club. Yeah, her fan club. So, so it starts out, we're in her bedroom. She's on her webcam. Then we see it is a girl on webcam talking to a chat room full of people that are watching. And she tells them, like, first thing right away, Hey, we're on in, in a competition here. I'm ranked number I don't 60. know 60, right? And or I'm, around 60. Right, and she's like I'm trying to move up 10 spaces tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. That is approximately about 10 spaces because she was in the low 60s, I believe. Right. So she's, you know, talking to her audience. She's talking to these people that are, you know, paying money to be there, interacting with her and watching her do her thing. And she tells them, you know, hey, we're trying to move up tonight. And one of the ways that we learned very quickly in the movie that people move up is the more money that people throw, the more tokens that they put out there, you know, the faster you're able to move up. It's it's judged on that and based on how many viewers I guess you have overall. And I assume there's people on these websites jumping around to whatever's most popular. You know, she starts, she tells everyone starting out, hey, we're trying to move up tonight, like come in and throw down hard on this show, like really, you know, flex your money and do your thing. She starts saying, what would you like me to do next? How would you like me to do it? What would you like me to use, basically? And then this guy comes along shortly after she says, we're trying to move up tonight. We're trying to get, you know, further up there in the ranking. Uh, this guy who is a visitor that has like a guest account and he throws a bunch of money and he says, how much money do you want to stab yourself, basically? And she's like... Yeah, uh, she's she, like she, you, gross, gross and, and, and I don't need him. you here. Yeah, but, get out, blocks. And it. then as more and more as the when he comes back, as more and more this goes on, she finally says, "Okay, this is what you want. This is what you want." Pulls out a knife, and unfortunately, I'm going to be yeah. Specific. Slight spoiler alert for the first uh, scene, uh, uh, scene uh, anyway coming up. Unalive. Here. 
herself. Yeah, she pretends to kill herself and, you know, drags the knife across her throat and we see blood go everywhere and she falls down. And after she's dead, which kind of really was one of the commentaries on the sort of sickness that goes on and, and I guess these types of places or whatever, all this money starts showering at her and being thrown at her, you know, like all these people just throw in tokens like after she's laying there presumably dead and then she gets up and pulls a piece of latex off her neck and shows that it's fake blood and it's like, haha, I gotcha. Thanks guys. Tune in and, next time. Uh when she ends the stream she actually ends up at fifty three, which was above her initial goal. Because she was just trying to move up like like five, right? And she ended yeah. up moving up like seven or something like yeah, that. Yeah, big, big ones. Okay. So, you know, as soon as she's offline, you know, with the chat room and all the supportive fans, that was not what I was going to say initially, but we're just going to call them supportive, supportive fans. fans. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say pervy internet losers, but uh, I didn't say pervy internet losers. No, I said supportive no, fans. Yep, so yep. good, good for me. But as soon as she's offline with all the pervy, I mean, uh, supportive fans, she gets this message on her, you know, private messaging service. And it's this dude that's like, check Tinker it out. Boy. Tinker, Tinker boy. boy. Yeah, he calls himself Tinker Boy, which is like the gayest, simpiest thing you could possibly call yourself if you're trying to score a cam girl, to be a quite totally honest. No offense to the gays full offense to the simps but yeah that's his name is tinker boy and she's like he's like yo dude you did it good job yada yada and she's like thanks i knew it was a great idea to have you pretend to be that guest and, and tell uh, me to kill myself to set this whole you know pretend snuff film up to for for views right yeah and not only that but we also find out that another character that comes into play is his username is barnacle bob Oh, yeah, she has to get off the phone with Tinker Boy because Barnacle Bob comes through, and Barnacle Bob is like one of those balling, you know, got a lot of money but unhappily married type of not very good at pulling chicks by himself. Guys that spends a lot of money on his favorite cam girl. Before we get into that, though, let me just ask you, because I just thought about this now, in that initial scene where we see this person trying to get views and likes and, you know, intention on the internet that kills themselves, do you think that it right away set the tone for this is a horror movie and the world we live in is a horror show because this is like a commentary on how far people go just to get attention for their public channels, don't you think? Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that because it it does set the tone for what our society is because we are trying as... Inter Not dying for attention, literally. Yeah, yeah, we're out here dying for attention and it's like, hey, show me some, show me, show me this, show, show me... Show me some affection over here because we associate attention, whether it's good or negative. We associate it with love. And if exactly. we can't get love, we'll definitely take attention. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, that's what I took away from that as well, is that this is not only a horror movie, but... This is a commentary on the world in which we currently live. Oh, yeah, which is all social media based. Social media based. Right down to the trying to convert that into the almighty dollar, so... So what happens next? Like Barnacle Bob chats with her and he like throws, I don't know, I guess he throws a little bit of money at uh, her. A hundred coin. Yeah, a hundred coin. By the way, for those of you who are sitting here thinking that, okay, yeah, a hundred coin, he just dropped a piece of blue cheese on her. That's awesome. No, dude, no, he didn't. I actually looked it up and the average website pays about five cents per token 
for I'm sure they charge probably 99 cents or more per token for to the user but the performer the cam girl you know Lola here in this yeah, case yeah. she's only getting 5 cents on the dollar for every dollar she gets so he throws $100 and she's getting what $5 approximately I mean if it's 5 cents so yeah yeah she's getting yeah. $5 so you know fucking thanks barnacle bob but she is making money because in one of the scenes... Oh, yeah, it's a lot of change coming, I'll say Oh, yeah, that. because in one of the scenes where she's talking to her mom, who, by the way, her family doesn't know... No, they the, don't know they, that she's doing this. They don't know that she's doing this. The next scene is her visiting them and whatnot, and we see her on her phone buying a couch. And not the cheap couch, either. We see her buying ones with memory foam. A bougie couch that, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, reminds me of my favorite... Kanye lyric about Versace sofas in that 2010 album but uh we see her buying a bougie sofa she's got money to throw around like that but you know even that was a commentary because everything she's spending money on and I you know I kind of got respect for her in this way everything she's spending money on is an investment in her you know oh, her yeah. business oh, yeah. her, her her image that she's putting out there well, she's she gonna, she gonna use house. this couch for her shows she also bought a house because her mom tells her that oh yeah she bought a house she, but then she tells her mom she's actually just renting right like or something like that I got, I got the implication from that scene because that scene happens where you know they're at a birthday party her, her mom's bragging on her to you know her other like mom friends and she's like oh yeah you know she just you know alice just bought a house and she's like but mom i'm actually renting as soon as she said that i kind of got the impression that she sort of like led her mom to believe she was gonna buy it or told her i was gonna rent to own or just kind of inflated what she was really well, doing and also, then it didn't actually come out until it was being yeah told yeah, to yeah, other yeah. People. so so see don't forget with that scene at the birthday party which we'll get to there's a whole breakdown of what happens with the family and everything what happens next after she's like on the you know she she does the pretend snuff film we see that it was all staged right down to the guy that was in there pretending to you know be a crazy visitor and whatever and that she initially eventually gives into and then she talks to barnacle bob and he's like congratulations way to go on your show and getting your big rankings and you know the other girls are slacking off compared to you and p.s barnacle bob must be a sick fuck i definitely did not get any good vibes oh, off of him no, in this movie. no don't forget when we first meet barnacle bob through the web chat she's see- trying to get he's trying to get her to take a bath for five dollars oh yeah in, i mean in, in front of him oh yeah Let's- what was the next scene danny uh she dubs it dinner date in her calendar episode it's like she's doing a stage so it's a dinner date with her uh audience so the next thing we see is her sitting at home in front of the camera again broadcasting to her audience and she's like all dressed up in this i don't know i guess playboy bunny bunny type type of outfit outfit or something like that and she's like got a a steak and uh some wine and she's like i'm gonna have dinner and you know, people start asking her dumb shit like eat with your hands, eat the steak with your hands, and she like eats the steak with her hands. And I guess it's a, I guess the movie was trying to show us at this point. It's a, sometimes you have really degrading nights, or you have nights where you try to really push the envelope of how far you're willing to go to, you know, degrade yourself. And then mildly degrading nights. Some nights you might just instead of pretending to slit your own throat for money, you might just have to eat a steak with your hands. And 
you know, that's what she does. And she, and and she, she meet and she meets her halfway mark. She actually makes it to 50. Yeah, she makes it to 50. So just on her own hustle, you know, we see this performer that's working really hard and she makes it all the way up to, you know, 10 places on the thing, which is, you know, there's probably a couple hundred performers on these websites give it live on any given night. So to be any, even be in the top 60, let alone the top 50, like I'm sure she had to work to get there. That's really impressive. And then this is where we see the competitive nature for this come out too. Hell yeah, because she's halfway into this dinner date. She's eating this steak and whatever. And all of a sudden, the the movie, the camera starts to cut over to this other chick who's like, you know, this big... Stripping for pieces of clothing and saying... She's a big tease. She's all one of those, like, I'm so hot, I don't have to take my clothes off. And I'm yada, yada, yada. But she's like, I'm going to go further than I ever have tonight. If you guys will just help Lola drop so many places. The further she drops, the the further I go. go. Yeah. And she succeeds. She gets her all the way back down to like where she started. Yeah, Yeah. right back to where she started. So she sees that, you know, our character in this movie, Alice, sees that just by trying to work your way up, you know, honestly and hard at something, you get to a certain threshold and then some asshole up there just kicks you back down like communism and you just right back where you started. And also she's talking to one of her friends, uh, Fox. I think her name is or something like that one of her like not just friends but fellow performers yeah yeah fox has this idea of going to their clubhouse and performing she's at first a gross scene like there you you would think like a house full of like hot cam girls like working and doing stuff together would be light and fun and great and sexy and all that uh there's nothing sexy about it there's nothing sexy about this movie and i really give them props for that because a lot of movies, especially like this, would have tried to take license to like sell it, use sex to sell it, and they really didn't. They really showed the ugly side of all this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, but the thing is, is that also so far throughout the movie, we haven't seen any illicit substances. Oh, yeah, I found that highly unrealistic. Like, anybody that's ever done a side business type of transaction with strippers can absolutely tell you there are illicit substances involved in the sex work industry and i'm talking about the nice rosy side of it the ones they're using voluntarily i'm not talking about the pimps on the street that get chicks hooked on heroin and whatever they do and then they gotta like go to support their habit i'm talking about like your performers that jump on a pole or in front of a webcam or whatever they give themselves a little bit of marching powder or magic crystals whatever the fuck they do they get that shit and they get up there and they do that and i found it a little bit unrealistic in this movie that there was none of that there everything else in this movie oh everything else was perfectly fine perfectly fine it was really pretty realistic and i appreciate what they were showing us and i can even go so far as to say maybe the reason they were like no we're not gonna put any cocaine in our sex work movie is because they did not want this to look glamorous that may have been a big part of why well also don't forget it's under the horror movie so it's a horror movie and because this movie really defies the typical tropes of horror movies which is the moral nice girl you know well actually that kind of is a typical trope because it's like she's she's sexually immoral so bad things happen to her well also don't forget she has three rules too she states that she doesn't fake her orgasms she doesn't say i love you and she doesn't meet them in public or something like that i forgot the third one yeah she basically like keeps it real and doesn't trick on the side is what her whole policy is 
I thought that was pretty cool. It I didn't dislike this character, but I I, I, I liked that about her. It was respectable. You just kind of I morals. related to that about her as the thing. I kind of tried to put myself in her situation and see, you know, this is how she can make not just money, but good money, even if it's, you know, making it sleet rather than making it rain, stripping for jingle instead of paper. I, I respected her. She, you know, I, I, she I stuck did to her morals that she had going into this business. Right. So she goes home or she, you know, gets done that night after she eats the steak with her hands and gets up those points and is like right there at the place where she wants to be by her own bootstraps and elbow grease and hard work. And then she gets kicked down by this other person that's just not even trying, not even having to work that hard. They just basically said, hey, go sabotage this person and, you know, I'll give you, you know, 1% more than I normally do. And everyone runs, all the simps run and do that shit for her. So she goes to bed that night after that discouraging experience happens. She wakes up the next day and what happens, Danny? How would just describe it for us? She literally texts her friend saying, I'm doing the show with you drops everything gets in her car drives to the clubhouse they go ahead and perform the show her Which is and fox a cringy fucking yes, show it, it really it, shows you it, the it, ugly side we're not gonna you guys go watch this look, movie yourself the, the machine or don't that, watch this movie because yeah, either no, one this is the kind of movie you either absolutely yeah. are fine with watching it or you absolutely should not watch this movie look the machine that they use is called a vibratron yeah, and that, you know, that should scare any woman. Think of a rodeo bull that they have in bars sometimes. Except it's a sexual thing. Yeah. And, it, and I'm not trying to say that all sex workers who do this thing are degrading themselves. I'm not trying to say that sex work is degrading. I am a libertarian. I don't think any of that. I'm just describing what I see in this movie, okay? And how it was portrayed and what I think the director, writer, you know, etc. intended for us to see. And what I had communicated from their whole, like, two girls in the having a rodeo scene with the electronic machine is they degraded themselves by letting the audience decide how much pleasure turning into torture they could take. And she just pushes herself. She basically, the long oh, story yeah, short, she, is she pushes, pushes herself, herself way and, further than. But she is, makes is it fun. past fifty. She actually makes it to forty-seven. And she makes it past fifty. She gets to forty-seven. So we see her rising in popularity. We see her rising in popularity. You know, she starts out with this whole, "Yeah, I'm going to stage this pretend snuff film and get a bunch of hype," and she does that. You know, and then she gets up after that and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to level off and I'm just going to uh, eat a steak with my hands and try to be classy and just be myself or whatever." And she does that and then she gets almost there and then she gets kicked back down by some asshole just right above her. And so then she's like, well, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to be tough. I'm going to take even greater measures. And she goes and she takes that measure to the point that I really felt bad for her. In oh, that, yeah. In I that did scene. too. I did not I did feel too. good at all. Again, this is not a sexy movie to watch. That doesn't necessarily mean if you're the kind of person that doesn't watch a lot of sexual stuff in movies that you should watch this. It's still gross and uncomfortable and you will not have a good time with it. So don't watch it. Well, anyway, so she wakes anyway, up yeah. and she gets back from the clubhouse. She wakes up. At, we don't know what time, but it is after the clubhouse scene. Right. And she goes online to check and see maybe if she's risen a rank or two in the night. Because mm-hmm. she made and it she up to 47. In and she logs in and we hear this, you, you know the sound when you try that to miss password or whatever. Thunk, bad thunk, password. Thunk, 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 thunk. Wrong information. Bad. Yeah, wrong information. And she finally goes on and it shows her online. 
It shows her online and she's okay, flipping let me, out. Let me back it up just a little bit just to make this clear for you know folks that are working like me in, in day jobs and have podcasts on their headphones. What happens is she gets her rank up by doing that awful two-girl rodeo show and she goes home and goes to bed and she wakes up the next day and she's checking her rank and uh, it won't let her log in to do that. It's like wrong password, wrong information, can't let you in. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So... Just out of fucking curiosity, she gets on her computer and she goes to the page and she looks up herself and she sees that her account, her page, her performance is currently online. Cue Twilight Zone music. That's oh, yeah. Creepy. So so what she does She's is... She's locked out of her account, but someone is online. Yeah, so she goes ahead and... Pulls go, up the page. Pulls up the page, but she also goes ahead and... Don't forget, this is taking place in her house. So she thinks when she sees this online, she goes ahead and goes to the room where she has set up for this little intimate web web series that she's doing. Right. She she sees that there's someone currently online with her account, and she goes and clicks on it, and she sees herself yeah. there yeah. doing stuff in her house. And she's like, what the fuck are I thought it was interesting that her first reaction was like are there two me's because the first thing she does is she she sees a show going on in the room right next to her bedroom and it's her performing in that show and the website is saying hey this is live this is going on right now and this is the first thing she sees after she gets locked out of her account so the first thing she does is like I must be tripping she goes into the room in there and there's nobody in there there's nothing going on nothing but her looking around and whatever and so she concludes hey they must just be some kind of a glitch i got locked out shit happened and they're calls customer service let's see what's finding out and tells them y'all must be playing an old show like this is me up there clearly but i'm not online right now i don't know how this works and the dude is like uh let me let me boost it up to my higher authorities and she gets up to the higher authorities and the guy is like it's like again, it's like that Twilight Zone episode called Night Call. Well, the password or the code that you gave us is invalid. We can't help you. That that code is no longer valid because they have a passcode that they use. And eventually they say we cannot help you. And yeah, they do. And she's like, Well, why is my channel still active? Why is there still a show going? Are you guys playing an old show? And they're like, uh, no, ma'am, that's not possible. Like the only kind of shows we play are live shows. We don't play back old ones, so I don't know what the fuck's going on, but your information isn't valid, and from our end, we see a live performer, and it matches the ID on file, so sorry, girl, but uh, you sound like a scammer. Peace out. Yeah, so after that point, she picks up, uh, we go to the birthday scene with her brother. Yeah, she goes, she decides, okay, fuck it, I'll just deal with it later, and she goes to her brother's birthday party um you know in her with her family that doesn't her brother knows that she does this sort of thing but her mom does not know it's a it's a and there's no dad in the picture it's just a uh i think single. her reasoning behind not telling her mom and she explains it too is that she wanted to be in one of the top spots to show her mom that she can do this wanted to be good at what she was doing before she showed any of exactly what she had been doing kind exactly. of like kind of like us with this podcast <laughs> So she uh, goes to this birthday party and she has this friend there that she invited, this high school friend she ran into at the dollar store. They're there at this party. They're having a good time. And all of a sudden, her brother's friends get on their phones and they pull up his sister's page. Check it out, bro. Your sister does porn. 
and he's like, what the fuck? Fuck you. You shouldn't be looking at that because they start ragging him too hard. And a fight breaks out. A fight breaks out. And as the fight's going on between her brother, who was trying to stand up for her honor and her independence. I loved her brother. He was my favorite character. Oh, yeah. He never got angry about it. He never got uh, upset about it. He understood what she was doing and why. And even when he was, like, annoyed and, like, over it and shit like that, he still, you know, didn't say... He didn't lose his temper with her. He still just kept it real and just kept it quiet. So, you know, he starts trying to get the phone away and protect his sister's honor. And, and, and the fight's going on. And the mom is like, what's going on, guys? It's a birthday party. Like, why are you fighting with your friends? And then and the phone the, flaws on the yeah. floor. And mom picks it up. And she sees her daughter... Or whoever, whatever it is, because going don't forget on. what was happening at this time. It showed it live. Yeah, the so, channel's still live, and it's uh, an image of her. She doesn't know that's how it works. She just yeah. sees an image of her a daughter. person that looks just like her daughter in a library doing things you shouldn't do in a library, and is like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you didn't tell me!" And she just kind of like runs, runs out. out of there. Yeah, she's just like, "I'm runs done out with of there. this." From there on out, the rest of the movie is basically her adventures in trying to confront this digital doppelganger that seems to have taken over her money-making hustle and her online account and her pers- and her online personality and everything. And not only that, but she's trying to, don't forget, explain to her friends in this business what's going on. She even and, shows them. Yeah, trying to battle this nemesis, this unknown nemesis that took over her online hustle and at the same time convince her friends and family that she's not crazy. Before we get into our main questions, Danny, do you think that this movie just kind of portrays or is trying to get at the alienation that certain internet money makers might feel from their family? Oh yeah, and not only that, but don't forget also in this movie it also shows that um girls are the type that will escort each other to the bathroom but as soon as they're done with the bathroom they're like fuck that bitch i don't like her. yeah yeah immediately stab you in the back they yeah. don't they don't give two shits i think it was mark twain who said one thing that men and women both have in common is that they both don't trust women oh yeah most definitely so danny what let's get into our main questions what genre of movie is this I would be considered horror, but I also would consider it a thriller. Yeah, uh, definitely a a modern-day thriller. This could have very easily been like a a Black Mirror episode, don't you think? Oh, yeah, totally. So um, here's the question we always ask, first thing, first out of the gate, you know, when we're talking about a movie that we liked. Do I care about these people? Did you care about these people, Danny? Yes, because it shows uh, what an online persona and what people are like in real life. It's not what their online persona is. And the distance to which they, they separate themselves. Oh, yeah. They they try to keep it so separate. I'm sure that most about anybody who listens to a movie reviews podcast, except possibly other than this one, probably hates the band Tool. But if you've ever read the lyrics to the song 46 and 2 about trying to separate your sides or that awful Red Hot Chili Pepper song, mm, I could almost say they could go on the soundtrack of this movie, don't you think? I, I agree. I agree. So um, the, when you talk about caring about these people, by the way, I would say that not only did I, I, I cared about our protagonist, but one of the things, and this is a thing that draws me into a movie that I end up liking, is that... I cared about our protagonists, but I actually cared about the secondary and surrounding characters even more. Oh, yeah, because you get a sneak peek of what it's like for them as well, both 
as another cam girl and as a person participating from the chat room. And as a family member of a sex worker or an internet personality with a secret life. Even though this was about sex work, uh, I think a lot of this translates just to, you know, non-sexual content creators out there. And I absolutely consider a sex worker to be not just a content creator, but that gangster ass content creator that has like higher threshold you, you for what their kind ha- of content you have to have he or she is willing to create skin for that business. You've got to dude. Like, Oh my God. Um, I really wanted to interview someone that did this for this type of movie. But to be honest with you, I just didn't want to spend that kind of money. And I know they're going to want to try to get that kind of money. And, uh, you know, if anybody that does that kind of work, if you're any kind of, Uh, an online sex worker or a stripper or anything like that please know that we are you know completely understanding and supportive hey look you just wanted to have the nice stuff or to have your kid or loved ones have the nice stuff for that matter you know feel free to shout us out we'd love to to revisit this movie and talk to you about it you know we would love to do an interview most definitely like for real and look and we'll shout out your channel your page or whatever you're probably more popular than us but whatever Talk to us, fuck with us. We care about these people. Here's question number three. Do I care about what's happening to them? That's a hard yes for me. It is because, don't forget, we are dealing with what looks to be a sentient being that is copycatting or double ganging and not just any sentient being but like a doppelganger like yeah. that really that's a crazy that's a horror thing that doesn't get played no it's played out especially since it's been going on since the 50s or even as long as movies have been going on but like that's not something that comes up a lot lately in in horror oh thriller yeah movies. Uh, the double ganger aspect is unless you count us by jordan peele which is a great fucking movie oh yeah uh, that that actually plays a lot into it because your double ganger doesn't necessarily have the same personality or the same interests as you do. As is shown in this movie because oh, yeah. as soon as the you know, the evil Alice takes over her channel. She starts doing shit that regular Alice never would do. She's like I'm She's breaking her rules. Breaking her, her, her rules. Morals. Yeah, definitely. So do you think that here's a question we always ask about movies. Do I think that the acting is good? I actually did you did you think the acting was good? Yeah, because you have to think about it too. I thought she, the acting was great. She has to play two different people, essentially the oh, same yeah, person. Oh yeah, she really did, and but subtle versions of the them, different yeah. person because she's like everybody has like you know the person you are at home, and then you're the person that you are at work if you work a regular job, or the person your, that you're at at parties or around at parties, friends. right? So, but let's just say work personality. You got the person you are at work. Say that you're someone that is always polite, doesn't cuss out the customers, and always does a good job, doesn't cut corners. In her case, her work personality gets copied by an evil her that, you know, slacks off, fucks off, and tells the customers to fuck off. Oh, yeah. Goes against her own uh, ideals. Again, of how this good, is where know, the double ganger aspect comes in. Like I said, it doesn't, it, it ne- is, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that you, if you meet your double ganger, it's going to be the same person that oh, you no. are. It's, and it's usually not. It's usually the opposite. It's usually some, yeah, it's it's some you, evil it, you oh, yeah. that's trying to take over. It's a lot of very classic. Or take over your life so that yeah. they can keep on living. Keep on living. 
we I've never seen a good doppelganger movie that came at it from a supernatural like demons are coming after you aspect. This was very neat because it was a technology aspect, and that doesn't necessarily exclude anything supernatural. As a matter of fact, let me just ask you that now, Danny. Did you think that even though this was a, a technology movie, did you think that there could have been some supernatural undercurrent to what was all going on? You know, with, oh, with this. Oh yes, because like you said, Black Mirror. Coming from where I'm standing, uh, Black Mirror is used for a lot of different things, and it's usually used to summon and or. Uh, cause harm or hex people. I was actually talking about the show Black Mirror, but like uh, you're talking about Black Magic, right? Oh yeah, the, the there is an item called a Black Mirror. So I thought the acting was great in this movie, oh, yeah. and something that we should point out at this point is that the the actress, the main actress in this movie that played Alice slash Lola, was herself a sex worker, a, a, an online cam girl type of sex worker from what I understand. And I just want to say that shout out to her for doing an amazing job on her acting because I'm sure, I have no doubt, that she was highly successful at doing that and had a highly likable, great, awesome, oh, yeah. successful personality. She probably, she did not have to hustle hard to become up 10 places, I would you know predict, but mad shout outs to her for doing a great job at the acting because this character she played, she didn't just play herself. She played a cringy, unsexy, just ugh type of person it, 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 that was struggling like, to succeed at this, whereas I'm sure she did it effortlessly. It, like, it's she like, didn't just play herself. That's really the impression I got oh, from yeah, because the, the job that, on that the, as soon as I found that out. Well, also don't forget... A lot of uh, people nowadays actually make it so that the main character sometimes isn't even likable. Oh, yeah. And I don't think she was trying to be likable. No. Um, They were not trying to make us like her. Uh, But I I, I fell in love with her anyway. I did, too. I did still care about her because I, I just... She went hard for what she wanted, and I respected her. You know, I'm a libertarian. I respect your right to do whatever, especially if it's sex work. Like, you go get that shit. You own you. Alice owns herself, and, like, that's why even if I didn't necessarily like or personally found appealing anything she was doing in this, I completely 100,000% respected it. So let's ask this question. It's, uh, is there anything I like about the world in which this movie is set? Well, that's a difficult question. To it answer. is a difficult question because I liked the fact that it was a movie. It was a movie about the world in which we live, which is horrifying and disgusting and hard and extremely unlikable, especially in this aspect. But I did like the fact that the movie portrayed that accurately. So no, but yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, because we we have it to where we're in the technology age and whatnot. So to have this portray out. To where we know that it's, you know, the way it is with social media. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a... It was a great commentary piece. Oh, yeah. and I And I don't... And I don't think that this movie... I mean, it could not be trying to make a statement. But I actually don't think that that was really their intent. I think no. people read too deep into these type of movies and assume that was what they were all about. Was trying to make some deeper statement about content creators or the state of the internet or the world or the culture or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. This was just trying to be a good thriller movie. Oh, yeah. This was... First and foremost. Yeah. And I really got that impression from it. And I really liked it for that. Oh, yeah. But it was first a psychological movie because don't it was very psychological. psychological so to have it do to have it in the modern era yeah to have it in the modern era would actually be beneficial for the storyline yeah 
Definitely. And this, and again, we spoke on that before because this is a, a, a doppelganger horror. This is not, ex this is definitely not exclusive to the modern world in which we live. It was just very well suited to that oh, because yeah. they, they took an aspect and a way to make that and just plugged it into the world in which we live in an amazing way, which really shows you that theme is kind of timeless. It, yeah, it is timeless because uh, we still have, there are still some movies that don't have a modern touch to it, but we still see the double ganger aspect. Have you ever seen the, I, I forget exactly what it's called, but have you ever seen the episode of the Twilight Zone, the original Rod Serling version, uh, his original 1950s and 60s black and white ones, where it's a girl at a bus station and she finds her doppelganger. My, my dad was a big giant twilight zone fan. So, okay. Yes. So do you, I think there is a parallel between the, it, it's been said that all modern thriller and horror scripts are just a ripoff of a twilight zone script. And so is the book Fahrenheit 451 guys, just in case you were wondering, uh, look into it. You'll see that I'm right. You know, so it's been said that, a lot of, you know, modern thriller and horror tropes are just copied from Rod Serling. I think that there's a good case for that here because I see a direct parallel between this doppelganger story and that doppelganger episode of The Twilight Zone because it's the modern world and it's impersonal and it's fast-paced and it's strangers and people you don't know. They didn't have internet and webcams and you know stripping for change in the cell 1950s phones. cell phones in the 1950s but they still were dealing with that aspect of the modern world so they set it in a bus station somewhere you're in transit everything's moving fast nobody knows you it's impersonal nobody cares who your mama was or where you're from or what your people are you're just a number you're trying going to get from on a point thing. a to point b and in that cold modern world, she sees dun, 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 herself looking at her behind her in the mirror. And if y'all haven't seen that episode of The Twilight Zone, just Google doppelganger episode of The Twilight Zone. If you're into that sort of film, you won't be disappointed. So question number seven. Do I like the style in which this movie is made? Yes, because... Hell it, yes, right? Because at first, I thought it was going to be first person. Well, not first person, but you know what I mean, first person. It's like right, a documentary right. type. It's going to just be a regular movie made with professional movie cameras and stuff. But this did something that has happened a lot in modern movies, which I really like and I don't get tired of as long as it's good, which is it actually used webcams and phone screens and, you know, softwares and website formats that we're familiar with to tell the story oh yeah it, it, this is uh, someone that had never been on the internet would never be able to watch this they totally wouldn't no get it. they would be having a headache oh i can totally imagine this movie must seem like outer space to to someone like them um question number eight could i watch this movie with my family <laughs> no huh no, no don't watch no. this movie with your family if you have a really good commentary about the world and some moral thing prepared out and you have a very open-minded parent from the Generation X or Boomer Generation, just kind of tell them your smart thoughts you had about it when they're in a really good mood, but you don't want to watch this with no. them. That will, no, dude, no. just no. Your mama does not want to. Look, your mama I doesn't did not need to know what watching. you do in the dark. No, she doesn't. She Look, just she's not going to enjoy watching this movie. I didn't completely enjoy watching this movie in, 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 in a lot of ways, and I mean that not as a, 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 a minus point against the movie overall. I just mean they were trying to make me find this unsexy and uncomfortable and they succeeded so good job movie makers for the movie oh, cam. Yeah. you guys did a good job is there a moral to this story 
Well, um... It's hard, but I think that there is. And we could go on about this forever if we just let it bleed into projecting what the storytellers and whatever might have been trying to tell us. What they might have been saying. Um, you could say things like, the further you go to have internet fans, the more it'll separate you from your real fans and Or the family. more you chase uh, the clout or money. You're the going, more that some you're asshole immoral, with more clout than yeah. you is going to kick you down to stay up there. Exactly. Yeah. I definitely think one of the morals of this story is similar to the some of the morals in the movie Hustlers, which is that pervy strangers don't care about you. They only care about what they can get from you. And oh, not... and this is proven in the uh, in this movie too several oh, hardcore. times. Like if you don't believe us, that I mean, again, that's not. It's like the most unargued. Like that's the most highly agreed with thing ever. But like if you anybody doesn't believe me when I say that creepers on the internet don't really care about you, go watch this movie and you'll find out. And I don't mean that to say that anybody who's involved again is involved in this kind of thing should stop doing it. I actually just mean to say, look, I know they don't care about you. You go get them for all you can get from them and good riddance. Blindside their butts. Blindside their ass. Like, like run, run up on that ass. Get that money, you know, legally and smartly and on a, on a good hustle. Like, yep. There's, there's yeah. multiple many things I respect about, you know, doing sex work from your home on a webcam. And I, I'm not trying to say... Especially that- right now with the pandemic with the pandemic oh yeah you're yeah, i mean but for real though like for real like and i actually i think i saw that somewhere that a lot of uh strippers were having to change over to this kind only of only fans only fans and man. being a accountants i should buy some stock in only fans so here's another question did this movie give you context within the first five minutes of watching it oh yeah it also hooked me within the first 20 it had me hooked just by how it was and what they thought was setting the hook with that crazy, like, fake snuff film thing. They actually almost pulled the hook out because I was sitting there thinking, look, if this goes too far, if this is too in your face, if this is any kind of, like... I like, think we almost turned it off at that point. I think we almost did because, look, if something is... I, I do not mind any kind of subject matter whatsoever as long as it's part of a good story and you don't go too far to rub it in my face like i know i sound like an old person there but seriously there's you can tell me about it tell me what happened you can use it as implied tell me it's a motive or whatever there's just only so far i want it in my face i'm a sensitive person i get grossed out or zonked out and i don't well this is I, like the same me. thing that i when we watch movies i i say okay is this a uh, sex scene going to further the plot or, or is it just trying to sell, sell the, movie the movie with sex yeah exactly well, I give this movie an A plus on being a movie about sex that didn't try to use sex oh, yeah. at all. No, to sell it. it didn't. Um, and in fact, to be completely honest with you, if I didn't know for a fact that the actress portraying Lola slash Alice in this film was herself a sex worker before this, I would call this almost an anti-sex and anti-sex work movie. Oh yeah, it's so it it shows you the horrors that these women go through sometimes. Like the creepy guy, the you know getting locked out of the account, being uh, alienated from your family, family, being alienated from feeling ashamed of oh, how to yeah. tell them even though you're making a lot of money and being successful, which is like a dream and a fantasy in this day and age, but like being afraid to tell them how you're doing that. Oh yeah, because he, most people 
aren't open-minded, even though they claim to be. So, no, that's the damn truth. Just like most people who say they want freedom really just want less freedom for somebody else. So here's a question. Does it have an ending, or did it just quit? It sort of have an ending. I think this had an ending. I think this had a... Well, like well don't a, forget how it ended. It, it left we're it open-ended. Right, it left it open-ended, but there was some resolution Ocean in the conflict. Yeah. yeah, it didn't just, like, trail off into the distance. It didn't like just go, a lot of, like, oh, you know, yeah, uh, for example, oh, yeah, the bad guy got shot and it ended. And I think that's one of the neat things about uh, thriller movies is they do tend to have... That open... An actual ending, ending whether it's an open, open ending end. or a resolved ending or whatever. They have an ending. They don't just trail off into the distance like okay and here's when the movie quit like i love drama that's my favorite ass that's my favorite genre of movie is a good fucking drama but i god especially modern ones they'll it's just a snippet it's just a slice of life which again is also what i like but one of the you know things about that is they don't always have an ending because it's a postmodern world they just trail off into okay and here's where we stop telling the story you just assume from there yeah it's literally one two three done just to give a little bit of commentary on the ending without giving the ending away, uh, since we were talking about, you know, morals of the story, I guess you could say, did she learn anything in this movie? I don't think she No, she didn't. I don't think she did. I she think she did just, not I think learn this, she really just doubled down on shit. Nah, she didn't. She just doubled down on let's be gangster and keep it moving on this content racket and went really hard to do this. She definitely did some gangster ass things to resolve the conflict in this oh, movie. Oh yeah. I really liked the ending. I got to give them props for that. I really wondered how they were going to tie this up, and it was pretty badass. Oh, yeah. It was pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Watch the movie, guys. Watch, Watch the, the movie. movie. So, did is it believable or not? Do you think this movie is believable or not, Danny? Yes, because we use... For the most part, right? Well, think about it. It takes place about social networking. Right. But it also... These types of videos are used with an algorithm. So it's definitely believable that we live that the technology that exists in the world that we're in today, I definitely believe that there's technology out there or close to it that could study a bunch of videos from an online content creator. And maybe if we're not 100% there where they could generate like all the stuff to make fake videos or just videos based on that. I definitely think the brain of that operation exists, even if the technology to render all the images necessarily doesn't. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And so the. So an evil evil computer program, AI system, whatever you want to call it, can can happen. Shit, the NSA probably has a program that could just take all your shit they have from Google and your phone and your Facebook account and be like, okay, here's a fake one. They're going to post this thing. Oh, yeah. They're post uh, that uh, next like day. A, like an information like. dump or something like that. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. If anybody has, I'll put it this way, if anybody has the information to, to make a fake you on the internet, it's definitely your government and Google, not that they're not working together because they, they totally are kids. There was a couple of little things that I didn't find completely believable about this just just little technical things that were not that big of a deal like when the girl was trying to get her to drop rank and was saying you know go help lola's lose followers or whatever so she'll go down and rank. I, I don't know how that would work because you'd have to have people leaving her chat room to go over there and try to pull people over well actually we, we the that. saying was if you guys come over here i'm going to be dropping my clothes 
type of thing. And I, yeah, right. And I don't think that the websites that do that actually operate that way. I don't no, I think you're, I, in, you're in whatever channel you're yeah. in and you go wherever you're going to go. I think yeah. it probably moves a lot slower than how that would have to be possible for that particular scene to work. But it was a good device for a movie. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be willing to give oh, them yeah. that. Was there a good twist to this movie? There were several, several actually. good twists. If you like, if you like a good twist, if you like a good, you could all, almost put this on uh, our mindfuck season. Like this definitely has some good twists in it. Oh yeah, like I some of them I really didn't see coming. To be completely honest with you, and I watched the background and me neither storyline everything. I watch it and I didn't see them coming. Same dude. Like I was not sure how they were gonna wrap this one up. Or where I really wasn't sure how they were going to wrap this one up. And usually in shit like this, it's predictable, but it totally wasn't with this one. No, no, it was not. We kind of touched on this and some other questions, but does this movie teach anything believable about life? Uh, Several different things. Several different things. Uh, Let me just list one off real quick and see if you got any others. I think it teaches the fact that the harder you go to be liked by people that don't matter the less likely the more likely your relationship with people that does matter is to be strained yeah that is one the other one is if you're willing to work hard there's always going to be someone that will try to stomp you out absolutely and also you are your own worst enemy can be another one Ooh, that's a deep theme that's really a deep one right there you you really could psychoanalyze this movie a lot. There's a lot you could just psychoanalyze a lot about it. I mean, honestly, and, and I mean this is a deep compliment to this movie, I think if Alfred Hitchcock had made a movie for the internet generation, it would have been kind of like this. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Again, we don't think this movie is some big commentary on life. There's a lot of things that different people could take from it. This movie is definitely something that I thought was a good movie because it was just trying to be a good movie. It was just trying to be a good story. And I think that the stories, sometimes the stories that say the most about life give you the the opportunity to give the most good commentary are the ones that aren't necessarily trying to be an allegory or a commentary or this big preachy sermon or message. They're just trying to be a good movie. And that's what I really loved about this is that as much potential as it had to try to make statements about this, that, or the other, it just focused on being a good movie and let people project their own things onto it. you know. And with that said, Danny, I think one of the things you can definitely take away from this movie, the main thing that I took away from this movie is that if you're a content creator and you're trying to run your numbers up, once you get to a certain level as a content creator, your personality becomes so generic that you could be taken over by robots at any time that they decide to release the robots on us. How's that? That does sound right, especially with the type of thriller we just finished watching with Cam especially with that so. uh, but uh always give us your thoughts and opinions let us know what you think if you think that there is there's probably a lot of ideas about this movie that are great ideas that we didn't put in here and we'd love to hear them from you so shout us out hit us up with an email at amigasmovies at gmail.com that's am11gas movies at gmail.com let us know what you thought and how you felt about our handling of this and Thank you for listening. Come back next week when we talk about a banger of a movie called 
Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby is not a horror or a thriller or a mindfuck. It's actually a drama, but that is one of the best mediums for a what the fuck did I just watch movie. And that's definitely one that had me multiple times asking, what the fuck did I just watch? All right. And I'm Danny. And I'm Ian. Hit us up next time, time, guys. Have a good day. Bye.